Welcome to the Subtle Cane Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Smith, broadcasting from the Aorta of America, beautiful festival city, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, where we pump out reason and pierce through the propaganda. Here we go. Today is Sunday, December 4th, 2022. This will not be a typical episode. Today I'm calling on you, my producers, to rally around a family in need of some help. The other night, when I was on my way home from visiting my mom and attending a funeral for my great aunt, uh, my phone rang. I don't typically answer the phone when driving for obvious reasons, but it kept ringing and it made me wonder if something serious might be happening. I answered the phone and it was my neighbor. He started with the sentence, I don't want you to worry. That phrase invariably has the opposite effect, just for the record. He went on to inform me that my pets were safe and that my house was not on fire. It was my next-door neighbor's house that was on fire. My next-door neighbor and his partner are kind, hardworking, and, and gentle souls. He's a guy who makes his way through life and never asks for anything. He's a great dad and a considerate friend. And his girlfriend is also kind and considerate and hardworking, and she's a great mom, and their, and their kids are loved and well cared for. When I arrived on the scene, I was forced to park about a half a block away because of all the fire trucks and EMS responders. Before I go any further, I'm happy to report that everyone is safe and there was no loss of human life, though sadly their little dog didn't make it out. Every earthly possession they had was lost in the blaze, but thank God the family was unharmed. I want to give credit to the EMS and firefighting team and their, their professionalism and further courage in the face of that tragedy. It was amazing to me how quickly and efficiently they worked, yes, of course, but the way in which they approached the family and interacted with them, it was, it was so caring and sincere that I've earned a whole new respect for the work that they do. The restoration service that was sent to assess the damage and walk the family through the process, also just top-notch. The Red Cross stepped up and, and helped get them a place to stay in the meantime as well. I just want to make sure that I'm giving credit where credit is due. And our, our neighborhood and their family and, and our faith community have also been very supportive and sympathetic to the cause. In the show notes, you will find a link to a site called GiveSendGo.com that the family members have set up to assist them in their time of need. This goes directly to the family and has nothing to do with this show whatsoever. I just thought that it made sense to reach out to you all and offer the opportunity to help, however you can. I know that there are many needs out there, and I'm sure that you all have ways in which you minister to others. If you're led to give, know that it will be assisting a family in real need. One of the results of seeing tragedy up close and personal is always a reevaluation of of the blessings we've been given in our own lives. I know that a part of me kept wondering how I would feel had it been the other way around, if the call had been about my own home. How quickly we forget how good we have it. How easy is it to forget how fragile our lives really are? And how encouraging is it when we see People who experience such loss responding gracefully and prayerfully. I likely will not forget my neighbor sitting on my living room floor with his four-year-old daughter on his lap, explaining that they lost a house, but, but their home is wherever they are and that they will be okay and that he will take care of her. 
a line like that, when, when uttered in real life, in the face of real tragedy, it's not trite or superficial. It's a thing of beauty and true courage. I can only hope that I would respond so ideally with, and with such integrity to a situation like this. I don't think any of us can really know how we'll respond until we have to. I thought about how this would be received on this platform uh, before I sat down and did this. And, and I decided that I would choose to have faith in people and their kindness and empathy. And I chose to ignore the cynical part of me that believes people will see this as an attempt to draw attention to myself. Soon it will be Christmas, and along with all their possessions, they lost their home and all the gifts that they had worked so hard to purchase for the kids. I know that Christmas presents aren't what Christmas is about. Surely my neighbor understands this as you do. But there's something that tugs extra hard at the heart this time of year, regardless. Now, I don't know what's going on in your lives, and, and certainly we all know of unmet needs around us. I talk about a lot of things that are wrong in the world and about the dangers we all face from the creep of totalitarian ideology, but I also try and discuss the importance of making a difference where we can and how we can. Problems are easy to come by. Solutions present themselves less obviously and ask much more of us personally. As I said, there is a link in the show notes to a site where you can help this family in their time of need. Maybe God's telling you to help here. Maybe not. Maybe there's someone else in your life that you know you can bless in some way and you've neglected to do so for whatever reason. I know that I certainly could be doing a lot more on a daily basis to be part of the solution. Take a few moments today and ask yourself, what is it that I could be doing to meet a need that I am not acting on? And then, act on it. Not tomorrow, not the next day, not when it makes more sense with a schedule. Choose to be a blessing to someone else today. I've been asking myself what more I could be doing, and I'm trying to act on that here and now. There are so many needs out there, and there's always some tragedy or another we hear or read about. I know of many other needs that I could be featuring here every time I sit down in front of this microphone or keyboard. It can be overwhelming. It brings to mind an old story that I will paraphrase here. It's a story about a little girl walking down a beach covered in thousands of starfish, picking one up at a time and throwing it back in. An older man asks her, What are you doing? There's thousands of them. You'll never even make a difference. And as he says this to her, she reaches down and tosses another into the waves, responding. It made a difference for that one. Please share this link with others. I don't care if you share the show or this episode. I'm not concerned with that here. I'm asking you to share the link in the show notes to help this wonderful family. I'll update you all on the situation here and on my Substack page where I'll be posting this transcript and the link as well. We should never take for granted what we have. It's something we all know to be true instinctively, but it's also a fact relegated to the abstract parts of our minds until we see the reason up close and personal. Our lives can be chugging along as constant as a train, and suddenly, just like that, poof, the bottom falls out from underneath us. I end with a quote by C.S. Lewis. Quote, I do not believe one can settle how much we ought to give. I'm afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare.
for all you listening. You are valued, you are loved, and you are worthy. God bless, and good night. Lack of fear as a world